If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. We're here. We're, we're not anywhere else. It's a CU podcast number 156 for uh, Tuesday, April 16th. These, almost, no, these e- numbers don't mean anything. 2019. It's almost Easter. You got Easter plans, Ian? That's Ian Ferguson, by the way. It's me. On Pack Country. Uh, we are never open on Easter because it's always slow as shit. So got I a will. ham ready? No, no. Well, we're talking about uh, some Star Wars news, PS5, Capcom Home Arcade, Disney Plus, Antstream, GameStop, SNK. This is a. This is Maybe one. Maybe I should do a ham. Do a ham. Maybe I'll do ham. a ham. You're a ham. Yeah. Um, this was one of these weird podcasts where we had like five, maybe three, four good topics a couple days ago, and then they all just like. Yes, just as of last night, us. it was let's do this one early. It's going to be over quickly. Not anymore. So, um, Ian. Oh, Patrick. Yeah, we checked out. By the way, I saw Shazam really good. Good. Loved it. Uh, and in a week and a half is already Endgame. Highlander Endgame. Avengers Endgame. I'm excited, but I'm more excited for Detective Pikachu, which is like the week after that. Is it really? Wow. We're, we're, we're in geek heaven, I guess. Yeah. The world's falling apart, but we don't worry. We got our pop culture to, to, to drug us to yeah. not care about it. So episode nine, a teaser trailer came out. And there's, there's one thing that... Disney's or Lucasfilm for they could do a really good teaser trailer for Star Wars movies. Almost all the teaser trailers are usually holy shit. From the prequels onto these new ones, yeah. And um, it it looks it looks exciting. It looks exciting. I mean, it's, I don't, a, it's the end. It looked like a Star Wars movie, The Rise of Skywalker, which is an interesting title it is. because the guy just passed away. <laughs> Spoilers in the Last Jedi, but. Maybe there's another Skywalker we don't know about, or actually, uh, Ben Solo is technically a part Skywalker. So yeah, you can you can allude to him being redeemed. And honestly, that's all I. I mean, that's what makes the most sense. And honestly, to me. if I had to say a direction this is going to go, I think that's probably the only way you can go with this is that he redeems himself. This, you know, he killed his dad. Hey, yeah, shit happens. You get redeemed. People have arguments. <laughs> we all hate our parents. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not saying I would run a lightsaber through my dad's gut. Maybe after he sold my Kairos Patch uh, kid clothes, maybe I would have when I was five, but hey. You, you got to be real careful when you're talking about your dad because uh, sometimes he finds out. Yes, my father found out. <laughs> my mom my mom gets a, my mom has like an, like an iPad or tablet, so she gets alerted to stuff and like brings over, hey, Patrick's talking about you. Probably. And um, my, so my dad found out, like, you know, but hey, it's only, I'm only spitting truth about the Kairos Patch kid stuff and throwing out my X-Wing box. When I was a kid, yeah, it was I still two weeks it. ago when we were doing a little post. <laughs> and, my, and my parents watched. Oh, he's oh about the cereal. Yeah, my dad's like because I said I was like thanks him over the coals. Well, both my parents for feeding me like I, you know, I was, it's a surprise I don't have diabetes, you know, from all the all the crap, cinnamon life and hundred cheers. My dad was good good natured about that. My dad's softening in his old age a little bit, which is good. You know, took seventy years, but it's happening. Hey. So anyway, so um, I think the episode nine show is gonna be good. Uh, we talk about it with our mutual friend Yoshi a, a, a teeny bit, um, but um, I think, 
I think JJ's gonna retcon stuff out of episode eight. That's all I'm gonna say. I think he's gonna reverse course on some of the uh, Ryan Johnson stuff from episode uh, eight that he probably didn't agree with thematically and uh, narratively. And I think that's gonna be the most interesting part about this when this is all said and done is that seven and nine are gonna be like s- the sandwich to the weirder episode eight that which I didn't think was an abomination like a lot of people. I'm not going to do a four-hour fucking video about it like YouTubers do. You're not going to recut it? You're not going to gonna recut it? I'm not going to do... I'm not going to do in an English accent. Uh, the Last Jedi is a complete cinematic failure, and here's six hours wide. No, I got way too much time for other things going on. But it's still a weird movie. It's a weird Star Wars movie. And, it was fine. I I, I I finally watched it because... But you're not a huge Star Wars fan, though. No, So no. it affects you differently. But obviously. saying it's fine is not much different. It's a than, 6 out of 10. Than saying it's, you know, what you said. It's, I, it's better than the prequels. That's what I'll say. But that's still not saying that it's going to become a favorite of mine because it's not. It's better than know. the prequels. Um, and also, I felt... I, I enjoyed it taking... It was weird because, in some ways, it, it took, takes liberties. It, it took some liberties with the, with and the it, mythos, and it, and it took a little bit more risk than the Force Awakens. Yet, at the same point in time, I can't say that there was still it still hit beats. Yeah, it hit beats, but it, it went off the the regular Star Wars beaten track too much. I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and now I think JJ's going to bring it back in. This is a huge billion dollar investment. Bring it back in a little bit. I thought it was a fine movie. That's that. That's it. Sure, it was. But fine is not good enough for Star Wars. That's the problem. Star Wars have to be like ah, uh, and so they've even announced that hey, after Episode Nine, no Star Wars movies for a while. No, because Solo did was it that was a disaster behind the scenes. Rogue One was a good movie. That was a disaster behind the scenes. Yeah, basically two of their standalones. They basically reshot a chunk of them and re-edited it. So that's not a good track record. So. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you screw this up when it's Star Wars, but they've been screwing it up. So they're going to bring it back, and they're going to say, okay, enough for now. We're just going to do uh, we're gonna do our Star Wars series, which we'll talk about in a bit. So uh, in, in the meantime, though, at Star Wars Celebration, with all that, they do the weekend of Star Wars fun, uh, and they announced the Fallen Order. Yep. Standalone, a single-player Star Wars game? A single-player <laughs> Star Wars game. Oh my god. That Ugh. they canceled Ugh. two two of these. Two. Well, no, they canceled the single player one, then they canceled the open world one. I can't keep track anymore. And now they're bringing the 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 single player one back because maybe 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 you, there's a market for it. Maybe you should just listen to the consumers sometimes. You can tell us that we keep asking for games as services. But people aren't asking for. I don't games think anyone ever services. asked. I don't, I don't think everyone has said I want to pay thirty dollars a month to play this game I already bought. I don't think anyone. Ever I mean, said it's not that. that bad, but yeah, but not, not, not every not every like. And I play the division. I love it, but not every game needs to be the division or Destiny. Not every game needs to be a, Battlefront. A service, yeah. No, you don't have to grind up to compete with a better character. No, just give so, me a story. So uh, yeah, after all that wasted money. Thinking they knew what they were doing was... <laughs> they threw out two games. Yeah, they they thought they knew what they were doing. They're like, no, no, this is what you actually want. Well, I... It, it feels like too little too late, but I, I am interested in seeing what it will look like. And I want to know what the meetings were like and how many teeth had to have been pulled there must to have been, get this to happen. They because must- this is a huge... This is a huge plate of shit they're eating right now. Crochet, yes. Well, it's interesting because at the end of the day, you know what drives uh, this business? 
looking at the sheet of P&L, profit and loss, and they probably figured, we're not doing something correct, and we're not putting out enough Star Wars games. And yeah. it's not enough to have a Battlefront game every few years. Yeah, with one loaded with transactions and that, that and people that, don't want to play. That Disney probably looked at it and like, what are you guys doing? You know, EA has an exclusive contract. It's still not good PR. Yeah. So I figured, we have to get the fans back. What, what better way to do it than um, Jedi Fallen Order? Because if there's one thing Star Wars fans love, it's another Jedi game. And we've had a ton of them, uh, single-player ones. But what's one more? If it's, if it's written well, I'll take a look. I'm just sort of sick of Jedis. I'm just sick of them. I'm sick of them in the movies, and I'm sick of them just, in games. Just give me a game in the universe. Like, that's all I want. The first Dark Force is the first first-person shooter Star Wars game. Didn't have Jedis in it. You know what they did in the sequel? Made it a Jedi game. They had to ruin it. They had to ruin it. They couldn't even have, like, a side character. They made Kyle Katarn a Jedi because they had to do it. So then everyone after that, the three games after that with the spinoffs were Jedi games. Jedi Academy. That's all spinoff from Dark Forces, all that shit. And um, it's a shame because there's enough interesting stuff going on. We'll get to the TV show in a bit about there's a lot of nice characters in this world. That's why I liked, uh, you know, Rogue One movie. We almost got away with not having a lightsaber the last few minutes. Spoilers. You know, we almost got away with it. They had to put it in. I was like, this is going to be the first Star Wars movie without a lightsaber. Nope. <laughs> Solo? I didn't see all Solo. Uh, I, Maybe, I, I have to assume there's a lightsaber in Solo. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't do that well. There was one. So, um, okay. I'm interested in this, even though it's whenever it's a teenage-looking fucking Jedi. I think this... What is the story? He's going to be... Uh, uh, it's, it's, he's hiding from the Empire he's after the fall of the Jedi. And he's, uh, he's working on a planet called Bracca. He's going to have a jo- droid with him. All right. All right. And, they, and there's a mentor... Former Jedi Knights. There's a couple of Jedi's in this, and they're getting hunted down. All right, it's a, it's not a bad idea for a game. I, I'm just tired of Jedi's. That's all. I do like this. Uh, I do like this idea of uh, the world is not Jedi's are not the Star Wars. Jedi's universe. are supposed to be rare. They exist in the Star Wars universe, but they are not the Star Wars. They universe. are literally like the closest thing to them are our Tibetan monks. But again, we're, we're getting off track. So all right, so that's interesting. And then Ian, we have to talk about this is breaking. We have PS5 news. Woo! So we we we, we kind of figured. Wow. 2020 was 2020 be is it. what I've yeah. always assumed would be the re, the the release of it. And we're, it looks, we're not, not going to be on the moon yet with bases, but we have a PS5. And that looks like what we're we're getting is probably about 2020. Wire got the exclusive by the way, so uh, I don't know how, who they they bribed for that, but it's going to use discs still. That's the most important thing. They're what a keep surprise! Well, you, you don't know ever. If they figured, you know what, maybe we're going to just say screw it and, and make more money with digital stuff and more profit and cut out the, the middlemen entirely. But there's, no. there's parts of the world that can't do that, and there's the military, like yeah. you always say, so you and parts of the U.S. There's parts of it's idiotic. Yeah. The people who think this uh, this shit is right around the corner are people who work tech jobs and have lots of money and experience the best of you know that's a, generally the internet and stuff like that. That's not who's that, they're not the only people if, who are playing. If I may quote myself for an upcoming uh, documentary. Uh, I'd say you might be pro digital distribution if you're living in Silicon Valley, but maybe if you're not, uh, you know, if you're West Virginia, you're not. Yes, because it's hard to get even stable internet, let alone you know, uh, fast fiber optic or even. Uh, it's it's weird it, to me the, yeah. the 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 complete lack of disconnect with geographic regions of the with, U.S. Well, with geographic yeah. regions of the U.S., but just the disconnect with everyday people that yes. comes from that comes from. Um, you know the the tech corners of the internet that it doesn't even like even if you have the ideal setup to me something like 
Stadia doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound appealing. It sounds like it's going to be problematic. But only to someone who is, like, living neck deep in tech would even think that that's a reasonable thing to do. It's streaming only or digital only. You can't. In in the documentary, and God, uh, Kevin's going to kill me for not knowing the name of the store. It's in Tennessee. And because the Internet's so bad in the area, they have an Ethernet station set up internet station for people to bring their consoles in and update them because they cannot update them in their home. That's crazy. Because the internet's not stable enough. They still have areas where you can only get satellite internet and that's spotty. They don't have uh, that means with with satellite internet that's basically like getting it through your phone. There's no direct line running to your house. That is awful. Yeah, and satellite internet almost always caps you at like a really low level and it's, yeah, it's awful. Anyways, so of course there's a fucking disk drive because it's not realistic to think that we're actually going to be without disk drives for the next generation. Yeah, even though Xbox is coming out with theirs without one, they're still going to have maybe a main one. Yeah, you give yourself the option. Option. You can't run it entirely without a disk drive. So what's the other big things about this? We have a... 8K. 8K. We have an AMD Ryzen chipset, 8 cores. With the new Zen 2 micro architecture, okay. It supports so it's an Atari box. Yes, it supports ray tracing, which is a new lighting technique that uh, I, they've been talking about. Well, the, the, the water with the light off the water looks more realistic. It's like, okay. And so far, that's only, only get that on a high end uh, graphics cards for, for PC. Okay. Uh, and then 3D audio, which is not bullshit, but unless you have an awesome. Speaker setup, you're going to have to use headphones to hear 3D audio. Yeah. It's kind of hard with just like a, a standard setup. I don't know if you, if you have experience you have with it. 3D audio has been around for a while. Oh, yeah. It's on PC and games. Mm-hmm. Early 2000s, they had Sound Blaster cards that could do it. Uh, but again, you have to, they even said they admitted that you really need to have headphones on to really yeah, hear you it. Have to, I mean, it, not it, just Because that's not just uh, 2D, you know, what's behind you like in a movie theater. Then it's levels up and down. That's yeah. really what you're adding there. And it'll be cool because then if, like, you hear a guy above you shooting at you, you can actually hear, oh, he's above me. Yeah. Uh, versus just where left or right or or behind it in front. You know, it's 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 interesting. But to me, that's sort of a – that's not totally gimmicky. But at this point, we are running out of things to do with our consoles. Sure. We're just running out. Yeah. So if you want to say ray tracing for better uh, light effects, okay. You want to give me 3D audio? That's fine. I'm surprised they didn't have 3D audio on the PS4. Honestly, I, I was kind of, kind of, I was like, okay, I guess they couldn't do it with with the with the with uh, the hardware. But now you, uh, they're going to have a solid state drive, so the load up times for games is quicker. Yep. That's great. They could have done that though on a PS4. They could, if they really wanted to, they could have had, you know, they could have done that. So sure. that's not a huge deal to me. So I guess what the the big selling point though, the biggest point then is the 8K versus 4K. And this goes back to the argument I always talk about diminishing returns. The land of diminishing returns. When you're when one of your biggest selling points is going to be we are doing 8K versus 4K, you no longer almost have a reason for the console to come out. Well, at as the a, end as, of the day, as a separate console, and it, and even and even admit well, it's, you'll be able to play PS4 games on it. So to me, then this is another console upgrade to me, in a way. I mean, that's how all of these are going to start looking at some point, though. But I mean, we're, but we're past it. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. There's a lot of people who still don't have 4K TVs. I don't have a 4K TV yet. I think 1080p is fine for the size of my... I have a... What, I have a 55-inch? 
to me, 1080p is fine. Go look at one of those charts that tell you when the human eye can decipher decipher 1080p versus 4K, what size screen you need. Now, probably to look at 4K versus 8K and really decipher it, you need even bigger TVs in like 60, 70, 80 inch to really capture the difference. That's different than like the HDR, which is like color, dynamic color ranges. That you, anyone can immediately see. Right. That is like, okay, I can definitely see more realistic colors and, and uh, softer, more realistic blacks versus, versus white colors and things like that in contrast range. That's different than, all right, we're going to double the resolution from something that you almost can't decipher already. Right. But that's where we're at. So to me, 8K is a gimmick. 4K is not necessarily a gimmick if you have a, a, a nice monitor or TV. 8K, I will say, is a gimmick. Ian, before the podcast, I was trying to look at 4K versus 8K pictures, even on my computer. I was, I could see the difference. I had to squint at stuff in the background and say, oh my God, I can see fine texture maybe in the background. It's, and maybe that's all it is. It's just stuff in the background that's clear. I don't yeah. know. I mean, have you looked at those pictures? No, I, I can't tell. I, it, Are we going to jump to 16K in four years? I mean, at some point, your eye can't, can only see what it can see at that point. The other thing, though, is that I guess the cost of this, what I see is going to be $100 more than what the PS4 cost when it came out. What was the PS4 when it came out? Was it 500 It was 400 400 So this is going to be a $500 system that comes out next year. So they're shooting for something in between. Yeah, you know, something lower than the PS3. They'll never do it. The well, PS3 was like what six fifty, whatever 600. it was. Six hundred. I don't think there'll ever be another six hundred dollars system again. That was ridiculous. I think people have. I, I'm hoping that well, they lost. They, have they, they lost that war versus three sixty just because of that. Uh, they did. Yeah, they didn't get any. They didn't. They didn't gain ground. Gain ground back until like halfway through that generation. That was like that generation's moment of the Saturn versus PlayStation announcement, where it was like, oh, we're a hundred bucks cheaper. Than yeah. them, so no one's going to get the Saturn, right? By default. I mean, that's why I ended up with a 360 yeah. for the first half. Even of though it. some people bought four of them because of the red ring, but you know, yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a little overblown that issue, but a little bit. No, it wasn't. I worked. <laughs> I, I did. I mean, I was. Well, I, I mean, were people leaving their systems on for like 15 hours in a row? I think part of it that's has to do with people who were no airflow. You know, it was it was a new type of system it was powerful you had to treat it better than other systems in the past you couldn't but, leave it on for like but a there's week. no but no no it, it's not overblown i was doing anywhere from eight to 20 <laughs> repairs a, luna stayed a in business because of the I, I made i made that was like yeah i i made I, during that point in time i was getting a cut right off the top from the from the repairs i was in fucking money then yeah i, I was just it's all i did it's all i did every fucking day was yeah, you always tell me, yeah i gotta repair three of them today <laughs> okay, like like it, most of the time though it was like 12 it'd be like 12 a shift it'd be the like three eight 12 i think the most i ever did in a shift was i think i did something like 15 of them in a shift wow okay so getting back to this though um so the 3d 8k solid state ray tracing that's what we're looking at as the the upgrade here and um i don't know if that's gonna be enough for most people yeah that just got a ps4 within the past year there's probably a lot of people that bought a ps4 just for spider-man and they're fine with whatever their 200 250 model and then they, they want to throw that out for another 400 one you know the difference is you know you can't play the games on i mean the new games yeah whatever if, they announce if, if it was actually a, a you know a system upgrade <clears throat> or an incremental upgrade, whatever you're trying to. S- I still think it's incre- incremental is going to be. It's going to be like the the uh, yeah, it's the, a, it, like the new 3ds. There was some ga- very few games that took advantage of it. The new 3ds, right? There was two. 
The PS5 is going to have its own library that you cannot play on the PS4. But it comes down to exclusives, like anything else. Otherwise, you can play the crap on a PC. You can you can play the oh, Xbox sure. version on your Windows 10. Yeah. And, and that's where we're at. So I think, to me, this is... To me, this is Sony squeezing out of the stone the final console they, they could make to really try to stand out. Because I could almost... Because we talked about before, like, yeah, you can see the difference maybe a little between PS4 and PS3. They're going to put those games side-by-side PS5 and PS4. I mean, guys, anyone complaining about how how good Red Dead 2 looks? From right here, it looks amazing on it. So you're going to tell me it's going to look that much better? Okay. I guess Pat will be wrong uh, on this. We'll see. But we're we're not we're not in the in the in the realm of eight versus sixteen bit anymore. Yeah, but we've, we've we're, we're in the realm of crunching power and textures. But we're old people who have been saying that about every single console generation. Not every since. single console, just PS3 to four. Remember, there was the first couple of years of that console; they were coming out in both consoles still versions of games. You know, so yeah, but that happened with the PS2 and PS3 as well. But that was a jump up, though. That wasn't a small jump up. Two to three. Come on, you. Come on, you. Work with me here. That wasn't a jump up. You really, you really think there's going to be a, a, that that gap going no. to four to five like there was two to three? No, but I do think it's bigger than we maybe make it out to be. We'll see. We've honestly said this stuff forever and ever. We said it for one console, not forever. Well, we've we, we, we done the podcast for five and a half years. There. All right. So you think this will sell okay? Still, I think it'll sell fine. Depends on, the, depends on what they have on the launch, too. There's not games on the launch. No one's going to buy it. I think Microsoft is in a unique position here because now they can look at what's coming out and they can react. They can just work on their software. Yeah. They can work on whatever the, the, their their uh, what, Game Pass service. They can work with getting out there on the more switches or whatever. They're not they're not dictated by what Sony's doing anymore. Sure. They're, before it was like, okay, head-to-head, Sony versus Microsoft. Now I think Microsoft realized we have our own thing. We can be more successful without taking the risks that Sony is with this hardware. I think. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a hedge fund manager giving advice. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So that was, that was something. Uh, so Capcom, Capcom's got a, uh, they, they made an announcement. They, they put up a tweet. It was yesterday. And um, said they would be announcing a, a you know, new product today. With a little teaser they put on Twitter. Yeah, and the teaser showed games like... Uh, Showed some pretty interesting stuff. They, they they definitely made sure to focus on games that people have wanted or haven't seen a home release. So the teaser shows a bunch of um, arcade games being played in a reflection on a uh, a joystick and uh, a squint. They showed Gigawing, which was um, that that's an arcade shooter by Capcom that was on the Dreamcast. Pro Gear, which is a side-scrolling shooter by Cave. Um, uh, that was published by Capcom. That's never had a home port. Uh, Alien vs. Predator. Ah! Uh, ah! The beat 'em up. Uh, Darkstalkers, which people have been talking about for a long time. You know, people miss Darkstalkers. So I think he glossed over that Alien vs. Predator, but okay. No, uh, we're getting there. So they showed, you know, they 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 showed titles that would be of interest to people who actually like pay attention to Capcom games. These aren't titles that anyone would have noticed or recognized immediately. These are games that people have been looking for and they're a bit more um, niche. So uh, Alien vs. Predator um, is a huge one. So it was announced today, basically, they're making a plug-and-play two-player arcade stick. It's a big... It's, it's big. big. Capcom it's, Home it's Arcade. arcade console-sized width. And it looks like the Capcom logo. Um, and it's, it, it looks like a like just a 
two players laminated uh cap it's, it's capcom uh blue and yellow capcom yellow go white and then it's gray on the side but it's shaped bubbly like keeping with how the the, the letters are which i think is interesting uh, it's interesting. So that's uh, we'll, necessary, we'll, we'll, but okay. We'll talk about what it's got first. So it's plug and play. It's going to have pre- HDMI out, HDMI out, it's micro gonna, USB powered. It's going to be premium stuff. Micro. Um, so it's going to be Sanwa sticks. Um, and 16 games is what it's coming with pre-installed at launch. Well, let's go real quick. It has onboard Wi-Fi to upload scores to leaderboards. Yes. Okay. Uh, 1944, the loop master. Alien vs. Predator, Armored Warriors, Capcom Sports Club, Captain Commando, Cyberbots, Darkstalkers, the Night Warriors, Eco Fighters, Final Fight, Ghouls and Ghosts, Giga Wing, Street Fighter 2, Hyper Fighting, Street Fighter 2, Hyper Fighting, Mega really? Man the Power Battle, Pro Gear, Strider, and Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. That's a really solid lineup. Um, it is. Of um, all of their, like... That's all CPS, CPS 1 and CPS 2 era stuff. I, I question Hyper Fighting, but okay. Um, so here's the big big news. We have games coming out here that um, have not been available for on the home market. Uh, Pro Gear and um, Alien vs Predator have never had home ports. Did, did Mega Man Power Battle have a have a home? Version? Mega Man the Power Battle has had ports. Okay, specifically a Neo Geo Pocket Color port, and um, it was also. Uh, they were included as bonus games in the um, the original Mega Man Anniversary Collections. So For those they, who don't know what that is, that's the that's the uh, the the, uh, the fighting Mega Man game that was in arcades. I don't think I've ever actually seen it in an arcade, but uh, it was in an arcade. It's basically <laughs> you're just playing boss battles. Yeah, it's interesting. I played it on Main like 15 years ago. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was well done. So Alien vs Predator is a big one. So they got the obviously they got the license. So that's a huge one. Uh, some of these. Uh, I'm not as impressed about just because they've been available. Like, look at like Captain Commando and uh, Armored Warriors was just released on the beat 'em up uh, collection bundle. But I think um, they did it. I, I, and, I, and Final Fight. They make sense though. I think because you're getting an arcade stick. You're get you're you're playing games that sure. are. I mean, th- this was obviously a collection that was picked to make the most sense. Sure, like the arcade these stick. are games that you remember. Like Strider Arcade is, is excellent. That's, so you want to put that? I I've, I've never played Pro Gear before. Or Giga Wing. Um, Giga Wing's awesome. Let me look up Pro Gear, see what that looks Pro like. Pro Gear's really cool looking. I haven't played it. But Pro Gear, um, so Cave made it. Uh, it was their only side scrolling shooter until uh, Death Smiles in 2007. That's oh, a shoot 'em up. Yeah. It's a shoot 'em up. So um, I think this is neat. It's going to be $200. No, it's going to be more than that. Uh, I thought. It's 200 it's 200 pounds. Ah. 230 euros, Ian. 230 euros. Do the pat math on that. That's going to be uh, a little bit more uh, there. What is uh, what is 200 pounds, pat math? I think it's like 240 to 250. Uh, uh, yeah, so 200 pounds, 230. What is 200 pounds in USD? That would be $261.18. This is going to cost 250 I think yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that that's that's so, a little spendy. So that no, knowing how much arcade sticks cost, a a tournament edition Mad Cat's fight stick would have run you two hundred. That's okay. one player. Um, that's a one player stick. That's 
considered to be uh, 150 200 is about right for a good arcade stick. This is two of them, sand, uh, you know. This is two of them. Yeah, but, we'll talk about that. This is two of them in one. Um, I think the what would really determine whether or not this is worthwhile for me is whether or not this arcade stick can be used. The, the stick can be used standalone. The stick can be used standalone. If there's any way for the stick to be used standalone, then I actually think it's kind of a bargain. Um, if there's no way, if for you're the using st- the, the stick for something else, yes, that's what I'm saying. Sure. Here's the thing, though. You always have to lug around a giant two-player one when you're playing. No one's going to care about that. No one's going to care about that? People are already lugging big bullshit around. You're going to be on the couch and have uh, two two feet of something laying off of you while, while you're while you're trying to just use the one-player one? Just put it on a table. I mean, that's what people are... That, that That's the point. Anyone this is interesting to, I don't think is necessarily going I to be... it's a horrible idea not to have this detachable in some way. Um, that would be a great idea, yes. But I think it's a horrible idea. I'm, it, I'm just going to say that. There's plenty there, There's plenty of... This limits where you can use it. It can. Sure. You know, a lot of space. If, you, if you're doing it by yourself, the majority of the time, you're going to be playing this by yourself. Well... So, yes. Or not. Or, or you buy it specifically because you know that there's going to be a lot of opportunities for you to use it in two That's not mode. why most people are going to buy I mean, yeah, but you're going to have a person, your friends, all, over, all, all the time be able to play it? You want to be like, oh, I don't know. I, wanna, I play video games with people. I, this is the, this not is... everyone has the Ian meetups at, at Sundays without inviting <laughs> Pat. Not saying, everyone has them. I'm just saying you don't have to buy it. No. I think it's marketed towards a specific type of person, and it's probably going to sell to them. Here's my issue. Two issues. It's not detachable anyway. They could have probably done that, rigged it up to do it. Not oh, saying sure. it would be clean. It is cool having it molded. I think they could have done a lot better than 16 games for $250. At the end of the day, that's what you're also buying this for. The game's attached to it. That's what you're buying this for. And they could have put 40 games on here, 50 uh, Capcom arcade games. They, they got the library. There's no reason for them to be specific to these 16 games. I think it's weak. I think I think it's a it's a it's um they're shortchanging the consumer by doing that because it's not, not not any extra cost to them to throw give me give me thirty games give me some more go back into the library it can be pre CPS stuff give me some uh, JAMA stuff from the give me more than these sixteen uh, a handful of which are already available on a bundle I already bought or or other stuff that they just came out with I think it's weak. Doing doing only sixteen. I'm not saying it's a bad selection. They could have doubled this, and then it been holy shit. Now we have every Capcom game that I loved. Hell, they could have put up all the ones from the from the bundle on here. Yeah, that I'm actually surprised they didn't do. Why not? It's not like you're, you, you, I would be pissed because now you're you're buying it for the for the arcade stick. That's part of the 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 uh, mystique of this. Kind of disappointing. Sorry, I, I wanted like thirty or forty games. Okay, I mean that's fine. You don't have to apologize to me. You you're fine with just sixteen? No, I mean it should have more, but I'm looking more at the hardware than the games. If the hardware is usable in other ways, then the games are honestly just gravy. So you're saying if I can plug this into something else via USB, which um... if I can put this on a table and hook it up to something and use it as a fight stick, then I'm good. But well, they don't no, mention it anywhere. You can't because the USB is only a power port; it's not an output on here. Hmm. It's a micro. It's a USB to power it, and then HDMI out on the back. So unless someone hacks it, you're kind of stuck with this. Uh, it's possible. Ugh. Wait, no. There's there's uh, USB. There's power, and there's HDMI. It's right here on this picture. 
USB, HDMI. Oh, I see. Okay, then you can. Okay. Well, we don't know. That's the thing. They, they haven't said, but it's certainly not. Well, here's the thing. It's not I, written out. I can picture them. I can picture them with their Wi-Fi selling you more games to load on. Oh, so can I. I can picture that, and that would be fucking shitty. Because I spent $250, and all these games I already bought before. A lot of these games are already available. Uh, I, I, I think they could have done better. That's all. Oh, I never played Capcom uh, Sports Club ever in my life. What is that like? I have no idea. Cap, let me look that one. I'm going to guess it's Capcom similar Sports. to... Uh, I'm going to guess it's similar to... Uh, oh, that looks fun. Field. There's a... No, it's not at uh. all. <laughs> it's um, it's um, like fun, like like children and people playing like uh, outdoor sports. Hmm. It's it's a sports club. I, I wow, I don't think I've ever seen this game. Would this come out in the U.S.? I don't think so. I, I don't think I've ever seen an arcade game of this. Um, no, that might not have gotten a home you court get, either. It's Smash Stars, it's tennis, Dunk Stars, basketball, and Kick Stars soccer. Okay, probably better than Quattro Sports, I imagine. Probably a bit better than that I don't think I've ever seen that in my life okay so two hundred. if it's $250 I think this will sell decently but I ain't in for it maybe Enix was the hardware I'm not in hardware uh, Alien vs Predator shooters that haven't been released here yeah I, I don't see I wish there was more but I really don't see the huge deal the price is justified by the hardware I also don't like the fact that you, you, you gotta lug around this three and a half foot thing uh, to play instead of just giving me the option to just have one do you actually like this shape? No, I don't like the shape at all. You think they could have just had a regular standard shape? Yeah, rectangle would have been fine because I'm actually looking at where your palm would be placed. So if you're on the right side, it's going like to dig so into the, the left, groove? Yeah, that, that <laughs> I actually don't like at all. The okay. shape, I think, is dumb. I'm, I'm, but a, a, a single-piece two-player arcade stick, those things have, ex- uh, have, have um, existed for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I would want that to be either a flat rectangle or smooth on the bottom. Um, for where your palm's going to rest. Otherwise, that yeah, I was thinking nuts. about that. I'm surprised, you, I'm surprised you didn't point that out sooner about that. looks kind of... Oh, I was just waiting for un- the opportunity. Unintuitive. Yeah. To, to, to have uh, one side resting, it feels different than the other player's side. Yes. You don't want that. Get like, you get like the, 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 the M from Capcom, d- dig it into your, your wrist. <laughs> you know, or something. <laughs> you have the mark, the mark of the Capcom arcade on you. But I'm sure that these are in... I mean, it's not coming out until October 2019. They can figure it out. They can fix that. Honestly, I don't know why they would try to reinvent the the wheel with the shape. I don't know why. I don't don't think anyone would complain just having it the standard rectangle shape. Yeah, just you can have the Capcom logo. You can leave it there. Just don't cut it that way. Well, that was a CG render. They'll probably come yeah. to their senses I, I can't imagine that they'll keep it just like way. those good folks with with, with the with the uh the atari vcs maybe it's a lot more expensive than we thought so we're gonna, right. <laughs> we're gonna dial back the features all right ian do you want to talk about disney plus uh getting announced as well which is a, a, a big deal we don't usually talk about this stuff that much streaming service stuff but there's a lot to unpack here no that's a big deal um i mean right off the bat it's going to have Mandalorian, the new Star Wars show, is going to be ready uh, for launch day. So let's just go through the stuff you're going to yeah. get. You're going to get the, the entire Disney library uh, of movies, or most of them. Pixar, almost every Pixar movie. And the shorts. Almost all the MCU movies. Eventually they're all going to be on there. The Star Wars movies, they worked out a deal because I think, uh, uh, who had the rights to it? Turner, I think, had the home rights to them until like 2020-something. Right. So they worked something out with them. Yeah, that's why you can still watch them on like Netflix right now. Is that why? Yeah. Um, Okay. 
Uh, and then the National Geographic, you get a nice uh, Swarway, Swarway, Swarway suite of programs. Oh, I did not that. know about the National Geographic. Yeah, that's well, that's well, then then I'm looking at right here. Then I'm in. And, and plus, you're going to have, obviously, they can put Fox stuff on there. So right. you can, you'll probably have the last, uh, is Simpsons on Hulu right now? Simpsons Still? is going to be on, uh, I don't know if it might have been, but I know that's going to be on. Well, it's interesting because now Disney has a piece of Hulu yeah. through, through their deal, but they can say we want to pull that stuff off there after the deal is done and put it on just their streaming service i don't see why they wouldn't do that to get right. more people on there so there's going to be uh, there's going to be a, a lot of stuff on here uh that'll be worth it so this is going to be uh I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised uh by the price for the disney plus it's going to launch november 12th in uh not everyone in the world i think europe and asia is going to take a year and a half to roll out but november 12th in north america 6.99 a month yeah mickey's not being greedy here no, but that, I mean that's because Mickey knows that he's got people by the balls. Well, yeah, because you have a huge library of movies and TV shows. You have like half of them that have existed now. I mean, with the amount of people, <laughs> with the amount of people who are going to sign up for the six ninety nine is greedy because all they need to make the money back is like a half of that. <laughs> yeah, but they're also going to be producing new shows. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying, yeah, six ninety nine is. Uh, it's not greedy, but it's also, it's, I don't know. And so this is what else you're going to get. You're going to get um, uh, Captain Marvel will be available on day one. So right now you have uh, up to, everything up to Ant-Man and the Wasp from Marvel is on, from the past like three, four years, all the MCU movies are on Netflix. Yeah. That's going to not happen anymore. That's running out. We yeah. know that. So that deal is done, and that's going to show up there. So Mar- Captain Marvel will be available from day one. The entire signature collection, which includes anime classes like Bambi, Lion King, Little Mermaid, will be available launch day. Live-action Disney uh, movies, uh, including the new Mary Poppins, Alice in Wonderland, and every like they're ma- remaking all of them right now. They're going to show up there. All the Pixar films will be available within the, within the first year of launch, and all Pixar theatrical shorts, the ones that would go before. That's interesting. So the Pixar ones will run out from where they are, I think on Netflix right now, and then they'll, they'll appear, appear there. Uh, Disney Plus will allow downloading. Yep. That's huge. So that all shows and movies on the service can be accessed offline. That, to me, is a, a big deal. Yeah. That's a huge deal, because now if I'm, I'm, I'm going on a trip somewhere, I'm going to Europe, or if I'm a traveler, I'll just download all the shit that I want onto my laptop or onto my phone. You know what I mean? That's, that's a big deal. Good on them for that. They're not worried about the DRM there. Um, Customized setting in profiles. That's that's pretty standard now. They're going to roll out the services the next couple of years, each region in the world. They're going to debut uh, a Making Frozen 2 documentary. I don't care about that. Uh, the Pixar shorts, we talk about that. Oh, Bo People get her own short titled Lamp Life. And here we go. Three different MCU shows that they're going to do. Hawkeye. Three. Hawkeye, WandaVision. I'm not a fan of the name, but... That's the Scarlet Witch and uh, and Vision teaming up. They had their own miniseries, uh, I think, in the in the late eighties, mid to late eighties, in the comics. Obviously, they're a couple. That makes perfect sense. I am through the moon though for Falcon okay, and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, that'll be. good. You have no idea. Isn't there four? It wasn't. Isn't there a Loki one that's coming as oh, well? Oh yeah, there's a Loki I was one. That, say there's but, a Loki one. Coming they weren't. For sure. Yeah, there is a. Yeah, that's the third one. I mean. Oh no! There, oh, there's four. Oh, I think the Hawkeye one's going to be only a mini series. I think that's why. Oh, okay. Heard. But that's four series. Then you're right because they're doing a Loki one as well. So, but Falcon and Winter Soldier, they had such good chemistry from the small amounts we saw them in in Civil uh, Civil War. Yep. That 
and I love Falcon. I'm, I'm, I'm a Falcon mark. Um, I've grown to like Winter Soldier's character in these movies. Uh, Sebastian Stan has done a great job. I think that'll be a great dynamic because they, they kind of don't like each other a little bit. They get along. It's like it's like a lethal weapon sort of cop thing where it's like, well, Falcon's it's more... It's a CU podcast host sort yes. of thing. You know, so, so, so Falcon's more the straight arrow military guy, you know, and then he's annoyed by Winter Soldier, a little rough around the edges. It writes itself. I, I, it's going to be probably like a procedural thing. Yeah. You know, like villain of the week, they got to take down. Um, and then they have other stuff coming down. Uh, an Alaskan sled dog adventure titled Togo starring Willem Dafoe. I'm in. I'll watch that. All right. Willem Dafoe. A live action remake of Lady and the Tramp. Oh, I don't know how they're going to do that. How are they going to get those those uh, those pups to do the spaghetti scene? I don't know. Computers. And then they have a bunch of other stuff going on. We'll get into it. They have dramas based on books. Nat yeah, Geo. we're good. Nat it's Geo. fine. The World According to Jeff Goldblum will premiere at launch. Nat Geo. Yeah, I do need that. Okay. So, 5,000 hours of Disney Channel series. I could never have that as a kid because we were too poor to have those premium channels. So, I'm going to catch up on all I missed out on when I was eight years old. So, oh yeah, all 30 seasons of The Simpsons. So, I'm in. Seven bucks. Netflix is now, what, $13 a month. They keep increasing every yeah. year. And uh, I'm in. And, and the Mandalorian. We forgot the Mandalorian. I mentioned it at the beginning. But I mean, let's okay. So this was interesting about the Mandalorian, is that it's not focused on Jedi's. Nope. And this is what Lucas's only good ideas have for Star Wars the past fifteen years. The Star Wars uh, show that that was going to be in production before the sale. Um, I think it was in pre-production almost. It was going to be like focusing on different stories around the galaxy, the, the little the holes, you know, the little like the, the non-mainstream yes. stuff. Yeah. Like, not the main Empire versus Rebel battles, but, like, maybe like, like a trader over here or a bounty hunter over here. We're doing their thing. And that's what this series is going to focus on with The Mandalorian. It's going to be about, you know, some some greedy stuff going on and maybe some, you know, taking out a character, protecting someone. This is, this is the Star Wars I want to see. I want to yeah, see the grimy same. Star Wars. I don't want to see uh, sexless monks with laser swords always fighting. I'm sorry. Let's let's focus on like the the little people of the Star Wars world, really, right? Yeah. Not the nobility. Let's focus on you know maybe there's some guy trying to make his way. That's a side character. It's like you know I'm just trying to make these these little gadgets and I got to deal with the I got to deal with the, the Empire on my balls for the you know what I mean? like the, the the everyday person the RPG shopkeeper. Yes. Let's follow that person around. The shopkeeper. Yeah. Why not? Do you agree? That's interesting to me. Well, yeah, no, I'm actually interested in it. And more interesting to me, Carl Weathers. I'm sold. I'm in. Ah, uh, yes, Carl Weathers, indeed. And and the lovely Gina Carano. I'm in. I'm in. All right. I'm in. Mandalorian and, and Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier. I'm in. That's worth my seven bucks. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm actually more excited than this than I thought. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, who cares? I'm excited. They got me. They hooked me. I'm more excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, yeah. Yeah, all right. We're proud to partner with Postmates. Ian, on Sunday night, I was sitting around, looked in the fridge. I didn't want to eat anything there. I was tired of eating that same old stuff. I figured, why not have something yummy delivered to my doorstep? You can with Postmates on your computer, on your app. It's at the it's in the palm of your hands, ordering yummy food. You can order uh, you can order burgers or sushi from local restaurants. You can get Denny's. You can get fast food. I ordered some nice tandoori. I was looking for some nice Indian food, and it was, del- it was delicious. You don't need to go to the store. Heck, that's the beautiful thing about it. You don't even need to know where the store is. No. It's perfect when you're out of, out of town mm-hmm. and sitting in a hotel, need something to eat, pull up Postmates, and it'll show you what's nearby. Um, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. 
it will bring you what you're looking for all in about an hour or less. Wow. Anything you're craving, anything you want at all. They got an app for iOS and Android. You can browse local restaurants and businesses. Track you can track your delivery. You see exactly oh that food's a coming. You see it on the map. It's a coming to you. I, I use Postmates all the time at work, and that map is actually really really handy so that I'm not standing around outside waiting for food <laughs> while there's people in the store waiting for me to cash them out. I know exactly when my driver's arriving, and I can run out to pick up my food, and there's no problem. They have whatsoever. Tw- they have twenty five thousand partners, partner merchants. So for a limited time. Postmates is giving you guys, our listeners, $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now and use code CUP. That's code CUP for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code CUP. Ian, speaking of streaming. Yes. It's the age of streaming. Google Stadia, uh, Apple having their streaming gaming service. We have a uh, a Kickstarter. We for do. Antstream. It's a it's retro gaming reborn. It's a retro cloud gaming service. So this is already uh, getting funded, apparently, which is why I like when we talk about these things. Oh, it's not funded yet. It it probably will be. It, the goal is uh, sixty five thousand twenty four days to go. They're at forty five thousand seven hundred thirty three. Yeah, they're gonna hit this. They'll probably hit this. So this is based out of the UK, uh, this service. So how is this going to work? You're going to hook up to the internet, mobile device, Xbox One, they're advertising, uh, PC, tablet. Uh, You install the app, you create an an account, you pick a game and you play. This is going to be a a monthly subscription service. So I really need to convert this. So right now you have um, a full backer is one year for 43 pounds. $56, $56, $56, they put it there. So what is what is Pat Math 56 divided by 12? I can't even work that out in my head right now. Um, I'm amped up on uh, Mandalorian. It's, it's four, $4.66 a month. We'll just say five bucks a month. So for five bucks a month, they claim they have 2,000 games already licensed. I'm not going to deny they do, but that's they say. 2,000 is a lot. Um, multiple versions of a game supported. Uh, ZX Spectrum. Arcade, Commodore 64, we'll just get into their, their, their I, stuff. I was just going to say, though, as, as you go on, I don't know that there's any reason to doubt them having the 2000 licensed games because from what it looks like, a lot of this is Spectrum and Commodore 64 stuff. Which you can get on the cheap, I guess you get in like, large packages because we've seen that happen with like the the, uh, the failed handheld one where they, they yes. were going to license like 1,000 games. Yeah. That makes sense then. Um, so, But they're going to launch for 200 and then add more in as you go. So they're going to, they, 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 this is, this is a, I'm not shocked we're finally seeing something like this happen because we talked about where's the Netflix style service for retro games. Right. But I don't think this is the one that's going to succeed. And I hate to say that because there's probably uh, good thoughts behind this. It, this game library is only going to appeal to a very specific right. type of gamer. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It, this is going to happen. But I mean, even just looking at like, you know, the, this cover image with all these um, games, th- these are all. These are a lot of this is European. This is British gaming. Yeah, a lot of this is is, is Euro computer gaming, which is even more specific. It's, it's yeah, because we didn't have this, the ZX, the ZX Spectrum. We didn't have that here. Um, we did have Commodore sixty four, uh, but this is mostly stuff. You look at the the list of games in their site: Spectrum, 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 Arcade sixty four, Spectrum, Spectrum, Spectrum. We don't have any familiarity with those games at all. Yeah, our market, we don't. And I I, I don't know. 
Yeah, people need to. Re- I, I I think that this is it's an interesting idea. It's just this is almost to me like a proof of concept. It's like okay, we need two we need two thousand games just to test something, and they're like okay, fine. And there has and there's some arcade ones. There's a there's Metal Slug from SNK, so, so they're they're getting some of that. Looks like uh, here and there, uh, Marvin's Maze from SNK. I wish I could I wish I could um, sort this by publisher. That would have been interesting. Um, some Jalico stuff, which isn't surprising because a lot of those cheap multi carts, Jalico and Data East stuff is cheap. I was going to say Joe Jalico, and Mac. They advertise Joe and Mac. Jalico, Data East, any of that Spectrum SNK stuff. stuff. Um, PO- SNK stuff. POW arcade version. Okay, that's interesting. But then a lot of this Amiga Premier Manager too. Uh, those are soccer. Sensible games. Soccer is like yeah. uh, is, is huge. I love Sensible Soccer, but that's like a big game to European computer game. Players. I'm actually most interested in the arcade selection. You have stuff like Renegade Arcade. Um, that's interesting. You have Sly Spy on there. So again, Data East stuff and it's Technos for, for Renegade. Um, if I had to just gauge the ratio of arcade to computer stuff, well, here's the thing. For this first 200, they want to get the ratio right. I can guarantee you that a chunk of the games, at these 2,000 are probably computer games that they got, not arcade games. Well, that's due, what I'm saying. Due to the cost, yeah. But I'm just well, saying. But I'm saying for this list of 200, though, that's on their site. It's 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 more mixed up arcade. Oh, there. sure. You see sure. What I'm saying, yeah, they're front loading the arcade stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. the overall library oh, is probably yeah. much much more computer. ZX yes. Spectrum and uh, Amiga and Commodore 64 stuff, uh, for sure. Yeah, because because um, I could tell you looking at this list of games, um, I am not familiar with about 70 to 80 percent of these games. Yeah. Exerion, I know that one. Um, I don't know what Doom Base is. I don't know what... Oh, they have Double Dragon games on here. I don't know what Dragon Seeds is. I don't know what Drunk Policeman is on, on the Spectrum. Probably a fun game. <laughs> fun, fun, uh, you know, monocolor game that, that they find that those graphics kitschy. I think it's interesting. You know, one color per character on, on the Spectrum. Yeah. Uh, Caverns of Cantonia. Never heard of it. Uh, oh, you got, you got your burger time there, Ian. There you go. So I, I, I would just say that this is probably going to be a lot of fun for people who actually know these games. And the pricing doesn't even sound that bad. That's not bad. Um, it's just a matter of... And honestly, streaming is fine for this because they're retro titles and they're small. I, it, it just this isn't going to have any sort of mass market appeal outside of... No. Uh, it's not going to have any worldwide appeal. No, no absolutely not. Uh, not North America. Um, and the cost of these licenses is going to jump up considerably. Well, if they already have 2000 then you, you'd hope that, okay, I'd be satisfied with, if I'm a big computer gamer, grew up in the UK, uh, I'm fine with those, that $2,000. i am sure. fine with that. And then, yeah, bonus arcade games, that's fine. But yeah, but if they have to acquire any more, subscription cost is going to go up, obviously. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I mean, if you know what you're getting into, though, and it's like 2,000 classic PC or classic computer games and some arcade versions of those. Uh, yeah. And you know what you're getting into. I mean, that's not it's not an awful idea. But know that you're never going to see Nintendo games on here. Yeah, you're here. not going to see Mario or you're, Sonic. You're not going to see most Capcom, Konami games, Sega games on here. Right. So realize this is what you're getting. You are getting a a Netflix service for British computer games with some bonus cheaper to license arcade games. Right. Then I think th- then we're okay. They're going to have some solo challenges, challenges for your friend. That's interesting. It is. Uh, the one weird thing about this, I'm not getting on those people because I think their hearts probably in the right place. They're licensing this. It's, it's going to be all above the board. Knock on, uh, knock on fake wood is that they are touting that 
there's like you don't have to worry about emulation at all. Well, that's these are getting emulated at some level. I, I think what know. they mean is is you don't have to worry about getting emulators. No downloads. Work. You might that this here's the weird part about this. When you say no downloads, these games are all incredibly small. Most of them. Yeah. Especially the computer ones. I can't picture I can picture ninety percent of these games being under a megabyte or two. Yeah. Even the arcade ones aren't that big, some of these. So at that point, that's to me not a selling point because I would rather have those locally on my drive to eliminate any potential lag from a cloud streaming service. Sure. But then at that point, then, you know, it's no longer a service and it's, you're not paying for something per month. And Well, it's still a service. Well, it, it, you have to log in to access the stuff, but... And there's leaderboards and stuff like that, sure. But I think... Let's put it this way. If this was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, cloud, cloud, cloud gaming wouldn't work. With even that much off, you couldn't play it. For a lot of these games, you probably won't notice it, right? Sure. That's fine. But I don't... They really got to have... Okay, that's a good point, Ian. That you, you, we are now diving into. This is the same thing with like digital gaming. You can't have this service in a bad part of the potentially, uh, in a bad part of the the country, unless it preloads it. First. I'm assuming it's preloading it. I mean, streaming is streaming is only streaming because the file is too big to sure temporarily put on your side of the. But you have to. But you have to stream your inputs though as well. So it's. If it's, I, I, if it's streaming you the ROM, then it's not streaming your inputs. I have a feeling it's going to temporarily load. You think it's going to temporarily load it? I think it's going to temporarily stream it to you on the user side, and then get and it then, out of, and just, then it's gone. It's going to be loaded into uh, into your RAM and then flushed out. That is that would be my guess. Okay, we're 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 working with the team right now. We're we're, we're dealing with this. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that it's multiple versions of a game supported. That is great. Cause That's then neat. If I, if I had, like, Commando, I want to play in the arcade one, but I may all play the, the, the computer version because that's the one I grew up with. I think that's a great idea. Um, challenges, we said, it'll be initially available in North America and Europe, PC, Mac, Xbox One, which is interesting. They got, they're going to work that out. And Android devices. iOS devices should follow soon after once approved by Apple. Let's hope. Apple... Can't make that guarantee. Apple's a little more stringent on anything with emulation. Uh, obviously, there's no like NES emulators. They they cut that stuff out real quick on Apple. But if it's legal, I could see them being on board. But yeah, Apple the Apple process is tougher to get through. So let's hope though. Then again, who wants to play on their phone? I guess on a tablet would be fun. Sure. To play you know some sort of game. Or anything else to add? This is this is decent. I'm not I'm not poo pooing this totally. Absolutely not. I think the idea is fine. I, I just I don't I think the library is what's going to hold it back. That's all. If if this was a you know maybe I would try this for a couple months just to see how it is. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Wait till it's out and they got a, they look like they have a decent team involved. All right. Moving on. All right, Ian. Breaking news from cheap ass gamer uh, Twitter. GameStop is a guaranteed to love it program. You're gonna love it. I guess the new CEO is coming out with a plan. Got a plan. Turn this ship around. Um, actually, I feel like the plan is pretty recent, uh, pretty decent. I don't have a whole lot of bad stuff to say here about this. So the uh, guaranteed to love it program. It's starting with uh, the game uh, Days Gone. Guaranteed. Um, and uh, it looks like they'll be using this on all new releases going forward. Uh, basically, if you buy a game at launch, if you buy a game at launch and you don't like it, and you Take it back within 48 hours. Um, you get 
your purchase back in the form of trade and credit. Minus the tax. Minus, yeah, minus the tax. Um, and honestly, that's fine. I, I saw people complaining about it. Like Receipt required, standard edition only. Well, they're starting with Days Gone. They're starting yes. with one game, I guess, to, to pilot this. Employees not eligible, legal. This is they literally someone got the got the, like the the transactional processing. I guess they put it by the yeah. register and they took a picture of it and tweeted it. Yep. Those those it's a scoop. It's a scoop, Ian. I'm trying to read this. Trades must be in full working condition to receive full value. Defective items may be eligible for trade at a lesser value. Trade subject to manager approval. See, so, see store associate for details. No dealers. No dealers. What's the dealer do? Cannot be combined with credit bonus for paid power up rewards measure memberships or any other offer okay so basically all it is is a new game comes out and if you don't like it you can exchange it for almost a full credit amount back and then yeah they, minus your tax and then they end up with a used copy of the game to sell um so they got to report the, the tax anyway so they have to yeah. the money i don't think this is an awful thing uh, I think it's fine. Uh, there's people I've seen complain about how other places will give you... Ca- no, there's almost no place... Uh, this seems to be a common misconception. There's almost no place that is going to give you your cash back... For an open new game. On no. an open new game. No, absolutely not. And there are people who no. are bitching. They're like, oh, well, I want my cash. No, that's that's not how it works. You have no. to meet businesses halfway. Let's be fucking reasonable here. Th- this is... um. This is... For as much as I dislike GameStop... This 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 is fine. It's fine, and I mean the worst uh, thing that's going to happen is people will take advantage of it. Oh, they absolutely will. On GameStop side, which oh, yeah. which is whatever. But there's there's really nothing here that GameStop's doing wrong. It's, no, it's it's a it, it's a nice. This is feature. a this is a rental a free rental. rental. Yeah. Well, uh, in you, a way, you have to you be have to, you have to, you have to be credit, willing. Though. You have to be yeah. willing to commit that money to a game, but. Yeah, now you're... This is a way to get your ass coming back to their store specifically. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, cause, because they're the only ones offering this Toys... There's no more Toys R Us. But you're not going to get this deal at any other new store. No. You're not going to get it at Target. You're not going to get it buying on Amazon. So this is a way to say, hey, listen. And they're going to start with this, and maybe they'll roll it out to more and more games. So this is, this is what it's going to do. They're, through this, they're going to try to get, get the lead on getting pre-orders for future games. Because yep. if you know this exists... Why wouldn't I pre-order from them knowing that once I get it, if I don't like it, I can at least get credit back. Or if I beat it, I can abuse the system and get the credit back. Right. It's not cash, but it's credit towards a future game. If if you are someone who is buying games, if you're someone who is really... You're a guy who buys... Best, tw- say you buy 20 new games a year, 25 new games a year. Then, the, yeah, it doesn't matter. This is you, That money's already invested. Mm-hmm. Now it's invested safer. Now I feel that maybe I can play through Spider-Man... In, in a couple of days and get it back. Maybe I can do that. Or maybe there's a loophole in the future where you can, you get your trade credit back and no, no you can't get the trade credit. It's, it's a cash deal. I was trying to find a way to keep looping it around, but you can't do that. But at least you, you could, you could, um, you can get another game. So it's almost like a twofer in a way. If you can play the game within two days, it's a rental. Yeah, and I don't think anyone's going to really be able to play the game in two days. Uh, there might be some people. Yeah, I mean, with Spider Man in, in a day, if you the weekend, sure. I can picture the Friday sales being nuts. You know, this is this is like renting a game, get that extra day. Oh yeah. You know, you you want that special extra day on the rental. You want the two days. So you come in on a Friday, Friday night, you buy the game. You have all Friday night, all of Saturday and Sunday, and you return it yep. for credit. Here's the deal, though. Outside of what I think about, maybe they'll be able to get more pre-orders. 
this on its face isn't going to make them more money. It's going to move more um, more of their pre-owned stuff out, right? Sure. But once that, it's not going to guarantee new games are coming back into them. However, though, Ian, they can resell the game coming back in as pre-owned. That's what I was saying at the beginning. Oh, I missed that. I... You looked right at me and I was, acted I was... like it was acknowledged. But yeah, no, they get that game to sell. They get they get a new game to sell for five bucks less because that's what they charge. They charge like fifty five if a game is sixty. So they're not making double the money because they return the cash to the original person. Well, no, they return to credit. They're making more money. They are. This yes, is, they okay. come out ahead on this. They come out ahead if you don't use the credit, especially too. Yeah, exactly. And I think they're going to assume that some people aren't going to use the credit, and those used copies will sell. Uh, yeah, I mean. The the only the only people who are going to possibly get get screwed here are, are is GameStop. If, if if anyone hasn't thought this through, it's on the business end of it. And um, well, the, I, it's just it's interesting. It, it's the, not me. I I don't like GameStop. I don't. But it's it's funny to me how people will try to find something bad no. in literally fucking no. everything. This there's not no many, store has to do this. There's not many avenues that GameStop could 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 go in order to lengthen their amount of time on this earth. Yeah. This is one that could help stop the bleeding. I'm not going to say it's going to keep them afloat. This is going to bring pre-orders back in. It's what it's going to do. It's going to bring pre-orders back because people... If they roll out out to every single game. And I think that's what they will probably... If they do. But, like, imagine... I think so many more people would have bought Anthem or even tried Anthem. And I'm not saying Anthem's a good game. But this is what people need I think to get that what's the word I'm looking for the confidence back to pre-order games because now review, reviews don't sometimes reviews can't don't come out until the day a game is released sure sometimes you know the game is truly broken Whoa. at launch so it, now you know with games like Anthem and stuff like that and all those problems people are like oh, I don't want to pre-order anything now they can and they can there's still there's still a, a a loophole in there so they're not completely boned if it's an awful game well even if they're stuck with some games um, where they, you know, they have to get their money back, and they're sitting on the shelf as pre-owned. Well, that's going to happen too. Yes, there's going to be some stinker games that they're going to oh, yeah. lose that money uh-huh. and not necessarily gain it back. Um, well, they, well, they get it back because through the credit, so they still they still made the sale. They still made the sale. It's either I was yeah. going to say, then it's not even a loss leader. People are gonna, yeah, they still made the sale. You're just shuffling the money There's, around. It's just credit, yeah. and if credit's not, and credits to them is, is not worth and as you're much exchanging, as cash. It's not like you're credit's keeping never, something. Yeah, credit's not worth as much as cash because you're putting credit towards something that isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's fine. That's it's, yeah. The whole thing works out unless you, yeah. Well, you have credit towards a new game, so then they don't make money on the new game. Yeah. Now I think it's going to be a nightmare on their end. Oh. The amount of tradings they might get now, like on a Sunday? It's going to be a goddamn nightmare. This is what I'm going to say about this. On a surface, this could be something that could net them a little bit of money overall or help. But this could have un- unknown consequences. Six months from now, a year from now, this is rolled out every game. This could have some sort of weird effect we're not seeing. You know what the first thing I thought of when I saw this? Mm. When Blockbuster got rid of their uh, their their fees for, for late fees. Oh, yeah. Remember they did the whole campaign? It's over! Yeah. They did this whole campaign touting to get more people to come in to, to, to rent more stuff. We don't have late fees anymore. Keep it for a month, and basically then we'll just like charge you for the, for the thing. You know what happened? It hastened their demise because so much of Blockbuster's revenue came in from late, late fees, fees. Yeah. and they cut it. I'm not saying this is a similar situation on its face, but this could have unintended consequences 
that we can't see right now that yeah. will play themselves out later on. I don't know. I just can't think of them right now. But yeah, I, I this is nothing to complain about. It's more option in the consumer. It's just gonna. I mean, if it fucks them over, it fucks them over. But yeah, I don't see any reason why people would actually complain about. It could be more pre-orders. That's one thing. It could be more pre-orders on its face. Yeah, maybe if you know that there's a chance I'm going to return it in, in 48 hours. I'm going to try to milk the system. Right. I don't think that's going to be a huge amount of people, though. No, because honestly, a lot of it, when it just comes down to it, a lot of people don't... They want to rush to play the game in two days in a weekend. We have lives. So a, a lot of people, even when they don't like something, don't come back and bother to they do don't, anything It's not worth their it. time. Right, exactly. So okay. It's a little bonus. All right. Thanks to Cheap Ass Gamer for the, for the scoop. Scoop-a-doop-doop. All right. And... Pat... SNK announces a new Neo Geo console? What? This is from uh, Nintendo Life. This is during a a, a a call with SNK Corp chairman, I pronounce, if I, if I don't pronounce the name of my butcher, I'm sorry, uh, G. Zwihui revealed that, uh, that they're going to be taking on a new system. Two versions, number two and three. Uh, due to higher than expected sales of the Neo Geo Mini, which was the little tabletop, which I still have not seen or used one. Um, have you? No. They, uh, they convinced the company to create more hardware because of that. He was quick to add that these new consoles are unrelated to the Neo Geo Mini, which was the standalone mini arcade cabinet preloaded with games. So it's not a Neo Geo Mini 2 or a Neo Geo Mini 3. But it has to be preloaded games. You're not going to have a cartridge console come out that's neo geo obviously no so it'll be like the will be like the like the, the, the x that came out like eight nine years ago potentially is that eight years ago already holy shit that was a long time ago yeah um and then they announced a new metal slug game uh isn't related to the upcoming mobile one i didn't know there was a, a, a mobile metal slug that sounds terrible a mobile metal slug game um so that's what's happening so um what form do you think it's going to take? That's one thing I ask. Like, what? What do you? First of all, two versions: a handheld and a. And a I, I just think of the. I just think of the, the X when I think of this. Yeah, that's what I think. First too. thing that comes in my head. They didn't do the hardware though for that. They outsourced that, right? Yeah, they did. So, so maybe the only thing I can think of is maybe they will do um, something similar to the Neo Geo, uh, Neo Geo X Gold, um, but maybe bring it in and have someone else do it. I mean, it's not like they're going to be doing it internally, but they could be going for another uh, shot at it. Um, I don't know, but you know, it's, it, it would either be that, or I mean, honestly, all I can picture besides that is basically what they would have put in the, um, you know, do like a standard mini console, a tiny little AES looking thing with the two controllers. Do a mini. Yeah, and just do literally a, a mini. A, yeah, an actual mini that's more like the the ones we've already seen. Um, you know, one that's not, uh, you know, in a gimmicky arcade shape. So, so the because the... they've got these controllers. I mean, they made all the second player controllers. You know, the, on the side. I mean, the, 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 I'm not do it. Pull an at games, just throw them inside the controller. No, I'm not saying throw <laughs> them inside the controller. But I mean, they've got they've already they got the stuff control. they can they... use for this sort of stuff. They've already got obviously uh, the front end and all they need down. Yeah, the menus and all that shit. All, all they need to do at this point is find different ways to repackage it. And I think that's probably what it's going to be. I mean, that's it's not nearly as exciting as I think that people want this to sound. You no, know, not gonna get, you're not going to get a an new AES. version of a legendary. <laughs> no, no, this is going. 
this is gonna I'm I'm gonna guess that this is a stripped down version of the arcade form mini. What was the what was the the hardware issues with the with the gold X? What was wrong with that when that came out? It was just crap. It was just it was just junky. Yeah, it was just junky. They still sell for a decent amount for some reason. I well, because you can you can hack the you can hack the shit out of them now. But they, then it's just like another ROM box then. And they had really good like collections of games. It was um I, I think it like forced stuff into sixteen nine at first and yeah it did all sorts of. It, and they they sold any of the card games separately. Did they do that? There was two packs. So there was Ninja Masters, which came uh, as a a card if you pre ordered it, and then there was what was on there. And then I believe there was two additional expansions. I can't recall, but and they had the handheld version and the full one. Well, the full one is the handheld dropped into a dock. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's what it was. It oh, was essentially a docking. Okay, I think I, think I, I think I saw one of the flea market like five years ago for sale, but they wanted a ton of money for it. They like they still go for a decent amount. Uh, let's see. Yeah. They, okay. Here's the one pack. One pack of Metal Slug Two Samurai Showdown. It was, it was like each pack was like 15 games. Yeah, there was a good and they came of games. And they came in a regular Neo they, Geo they case. Came, it looked like a Neo Geo case. Yeah, it was cool. I guess it didn't take off. Nope. Overall, because... Well, actually, it was doing fine. Um, I don't know. I mean, we covered the story. I don't know if you recall it. I don't. Um, no, it, it, it was doing fine. And uh, basically... They're the, the full joysticks. So that was nice, right? Yeah. The company that was making them, Tomy, uh, they got a cease and desist letter in the mail. Oh, that's right. It was like, hey, stop doing this. Maybe they went past the expiration date, or that they weren't. Or they were no. It, there was no dude. It was like a, two months after the thing came so out. So they never really had the rights then, potentially. No, I think they had the rights. I think I, I, the the rumor at the time was simply that SNK was unhappy with the job they were doing. They didn't the think it was a good were, quality. Yeah, the product they were making. I don't know that that's actually true. But wow. that, that's what I had heard. But yeah, no, it was a very sudden. Hey, you're not doing this for us anymore, and it just that was it. Done. Stop. On eBay, that's like you can get one used. With the controller, the full set for two forty, with the handheld in the dock, uh, three thirty, brand new. So I guess they still sell. I'm interested in checking one out. I've never held the handheld to see what quality, what it was like. It's interesting. The dock is interesting because that's like it's like having a switch. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pre-switch. Neo Geo thought of it before Nintendo. <laughs> that's basically what happened. Interesting. All right, so um, we'll see. Maybe they take that idea. Of the X, and they just improve it for the modern day. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Because that X has been... It's been a while. It's been a while since that came Stop. out. Stop. Don't do that. No. Bad. Fuck. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Shit. We have a Patreon, Pat. We do. Oh, we don't. We don't have a Tales from the Game Store this week. Not really. Well, there was that guy who called that that who came in when you when I was on the phone with you yesterday. It's not worth the story then. Okay. It's he was just. It's not intro worthy. No, it's, it's not, not intro worthy. Yeah. Do you want to say it real quick or no? Is it like a twenty second thing? Uh, it was just one. Of the, it was just this fucking guy who comes in with his with his. Uh, I'm on the phone with you, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get off the phone. And he walks in and he looks at me and he's like. And he puts um, he puts a 360 down on the counter, and he's like, "I'm back, I'm back." And I'm like, "I don't know who you are. I, I didn't know who this person was. I mean, like, I've seen him in the store before. Well, and maybe he thinks you know him. He's always problematic. Uh, but he comes in, and he's like, "Oh, I'm back, I'm back." I'm like, "From where?" Anyways, I get off the phone with you, and he's like, "So, where's the lady?" 
And I'm like... Oh, he he's a fan of the show. He must know who you are. No. No, he says, where's the lady? Lane works at Luna Video. Oh, Games. okay. Yeah, where's the lady? And I'm like, not here. It's like, well, where is she? And I'm like, she's not she's not here. Oh, well, the only reason I ask is because I, I brought this to her like two days ago. And, uh, you know, she tested everything out and said I can have uh, t- I, uh, 20 bucks. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, but I didn't take that offer. I thought it was a bad offer. <laughs> like, and I said, okay. And he's like, but I'm, I, I, I thought it over and I've, I've brought it back. I, I'm okay. bringing it back. I'm like, great. So I go to t- test it out. And he's like, oh, you can just call her. Just give her, just give her a call. She's not here today. And I'm like, no, she's not. He's like, just give her a call. She'll tell you everything. And I'm like, she doesn't know. I'm like, if I call her. She's not going to know what I'm looking at. She's not going to know if it's the same. I said, so I've got to retest it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, 20 bucks. Yeah, that's what she said. It was 20 <laughs> bucks, and I'm, I'm happy with that. And I'm like, so I hook it up, and I go to reach for one of the controllers, and... This is like a full story. I guess maybe. I, I never think they are. But the, um, the, 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 the pad on the joystick is falling off. How's the pad falling off? The pad falls off on joysticks pretty easily. You 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 you, uh, you play with the controller. Oh, the thumb, you yeah, the thumb, thumb thing. Yeah, the, the thumb, thumb stick. Yeah, the pad. thumb pad oh, okay. is coming off. And the thing is like caked in dirt, and it's just like because he said that Lane even looked at it. I'm going in stupidly with some sense that maybe what he's saying is at all true or has actually happened. So I'm like, okay, okay. But like, as I'm setting it up, I'm like, oh no, there's no way she would have offered anything for this because it's fucking disgusting. It's like covered in brown stuff that you can chip away. And so I go to grab one of the controllers and it's gross. And the thumb pad is like off. I'm like, yeah, I can't take this. I said, there's no way she offered you anything for this. And the thing was, is like 20, 20 is a number he pulled out of his ass because there's no way that if she was taking what he was offering, what would it typically be? It would have been like 10 bucks or like 40 bucks. Like 20 is just a there's weird a, in the middle. It's a weird in the middle that you could tell. I think he, he just like whipped out of his ass in a hopes that I'd be like, sure. Cause I'm looking at it and I'm like from a distance initially, I'm like 20 bucks for that. Yeah. That seems fine. And I'm looking at it like, no, 20 is a made up number. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put a game in and try it anyway. Right. Right. So, I'm like, no, I can't take it. And he's like, well, that's strange. And I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, that's very strange. And I'm like, <laughs> just like that's very strange. I'm like, what is social? I'm like, what? So I just say, what? What? What's weird? I said, this is not in any condition. It's got that, Cheetos on it. I'm like, this is not in any condition anyone would even look at. He's like, well, she said she would give me 20 for it. And I said, well, then, and, and at this point, I, I, I start to lose my patience. He's like, I need that 20. I'm moving to New York. And I'm like, then you sh- <laughs> I said, you should have taken the 20 when, when she offered it yeah, to you. With a gift horse in the mouth. And I'm moving to New York. I got to get rid of my cheesy console. And then he, but then, but then he says again, well, I thought it was a low ball. I said, it's well, a lot. Not. I said, if that's what she offered you, that's a lot more than you're going to get for any of this <laughs> from anyone else. Oh, my God. And he's like, well, so what should I do? I said, I don't know. I can't give you any money for this. And he's like, well, she's... any credit. No, no, no. no. It was it was trash. This was trash. Something I find at the swap meet. Like trash. <laughs> I, and honestly, if someone was trying to sell this at the swap meet, I'd be like, 
Really? It was that bad. Yeah, it was that bad. You don't know. You don't know even boots up. No, I didn't even bother trying that. Yeah. I didn't. I never even got to that point. Yeah. So I, 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 I give it back to him. He's like, so. When is she in next? I'm like, I'm not. I, and and, and I, I started to lose. I said, dude, stop asking about her. I said, I'm not going to tell you when she works. You're going to say, I'm going to leave a note for her specifically to kick you out of the store if you bring this shit Well, in. I texted her. I was like, hey, this dude is fucking all up on on you owing him like 20 bucks. <laughs> he owes. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, I was like, stop asking. I said, it, it, it's, it's, so, it's, it's weird. Okay, it sounds weird. So he, he knew enough to mention another worker there. Chances are he's been there before. Chances are he maybe did bring it in. And she, she probably said, said no. And, and he's, he's lying. Tr- he's lying and trying again. Which is I would have put her on speakerphone and be like, no, sir. I would. <laughs> so, yeah, I just texted her. He was like, call her. I'm like, I'm not fucking calling her. No. No, stop being weird. Um, so, but anyways, he gets real upset and I, but he has no, nothing to say back to me, no recourse. So he like picks it up at the end and he goes to walk away and he's like, well, I'm just gonna have to come back and see her. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, or you don't have to. I said, we're not taking it. And he's like, well, I'm going to talk to her and I'm going to tell, he's like trying to get mad, but realizing he has nothing he can say. Tell him to go to GameStop and trade it in. And he's like. Oh, it was just yeah. would GameStop take it? Take it? No, no, GameStop would not take. They would it. not. No, was, no. This is this was trash. This was actual trash. The only reason I even stood up and entertained the idea of hooking it up is because he was like, "Oh, Lane tested it the other day and said she'd give me 20 I'm like, "All right, fine. Let's just test this out and throw together the twenty. And it's like, "Oh no, no, no. That's not how this went down." So what did Lane end up saying? Did she remember it and reject him? She just said, "No, I never offered him twenty dollars." So anything. she rejected it. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. I think that was a, I think that was a tale from the game store. I mean, it's a tale. It's from a game it's, store. It's intro worthy. We'll, we'll find a good place to cut it in there. All right, we'll do that. All Anyways. right. This is an interesting podcast, Ian. It's like we've, we've steamrolled through this one with all these topics. We've like we've been on point. We've, we've been like we've been we've been we disciplined this podcast. Yes, disciplined is the word I would use. <laughs> it's been dis- after 150. I think we got this down finally. So we have a Patreon poll topic, Ian. Um, I don't know if I want you to explain the Patreon anymore to people. Patreon's the place where you go and you pledge money. Essentially, you pay us no, once a month. They are paying pay us. us once a month. We're actually sending the money to Patreon, not to us. We well, don't get the full amount. First we're getting paid once a month by uh, support from <laughs> viewers like you. There you go. And, viewers uh, like you are supporting like us. You that, support I, I, that's acceptable to me. With money. And Ian, Ian can be so far from the mic, I can barely hear him. Money. <laughs> You were bad, by the way, last week, being away from the mic. There's sometimes you're like, hey, I'm just uh, talking about this p- podcast. Talk-. And I'm like, what? I'm just <laughs> just chiming in from the kitchen. Um, All right, well, so what, what we got? Patreon.com slash CU podcast. There you go. What is it? What's the question? What do we got? You, you're antsy today. I just, you got some weird... I, we, I am We actually both today. had some weird energy going on. We had some like very weird tethering energy, like that, that, that new Switch game. We're like <laughs> locked together and like swinging each other into, into people. Oh, <sighs> uh, In third place... I brought it back. What would a CU podcast look like? 25 is not bad. That's, it, it's, it got second like three weeks in a row. In second place, the one I don't want chosen because I don't know what to answer for this one. Games you've wanted to finish but find too difficult at 31%. And at number one, the one Pat pulled out of his butt, which actually is a decent topic, I have to admit. What, oh, excuse me. How has having a game collection affected personal relationships? Take it away, Pat. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. 
uh, it's never added to them. I'll say it's never it's never um, it enhanced personal relationships. So uh, I have really um, my main ex that I've had in San Diego. That I'm still friends with. Um, the game the collection. Main ex. Well, I only had one long term <laughs> sure, girlfriend. I'm just saying. While being in San Diego. Way to think of it. The main, the main ex. ex. Not, not like I don't count three, four month relationships. That's that doesn't count. Sure. You got to hit like six, eight months for it to count. You have to admit the parents yeah. more than once. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Fair. Um, so the main ex, the the collection to her was never bad, just because it related at least to income and a, you know my job or my career in some aspect. Plus, it wasn't something that bled over into the rest of the relationship on its surface. It's not like I would talk to her about Nintendo games. I didn't talk to her about TurboGrafx games. I never said, oh, did you ever play this game? Like, I never did. And she, as, as a kid, like, her, her dad uh, had a tabletop, uh, tabletop uh, Donkey Kong mm-hmm. in, in the early 80s, and they had ColecoVision. Cocktail table? Cocktail, okay, yes. Yeah. Um, I believe Donkey Kong. Um, and, uh, and then... And then had like ColecoVision and had Nintendo. So she, most people grew up with video games. Yeah. Girls, boys. And so there's a familiarity and you like them. Like Legend of Zelda. Oh, yeah, Legend of Zelda. But to, you don't want it constantly in your conversations, video games. Sure. There's other things to talk about and do. So it never bled into that. What did bleed into, though, was seeing all the shit I compiled in every corner of the condo. Mm. <laughs> that she didn't like at all. Sure. She didn't want to see like the shit out in the living room. Like this should be a more relaxing place. She didn't like the fact that the, the, she, she hated the fact that on Sunday mornings, if she slept over, I went to the swap meet. Sure. That I didn't see her till I got home at like 10 30 or 11. And then, yeah, then we would do a brunch or eat or something, but it's like, wow, you don't want to spend time with me. Like a beautiful woman that I'm like in bed with you on a Sunday morning. It was like, really? And it's like, no, I gotta get the swap meet. Like she didn't, she didn't verbalize like that, but you know, Sure. You you would be thinking that like what like what the like what's wrong with you? There was a lot wrong with me, but I was still on my stage. I had to go every single week. Yeah, know? and almost sometimes on a Saturday as well. That was still we're talking 2013, 14, 15, where I'm still that was like, harsh. I'm still it was harsh for me because I'd call Ian up and say, Ian, you got this? You got that? You want me to buy this? And sometimes I buy the stuff for him. You got this handheld? Anyway, um, half the time Ian pretended not want to. We want to hear it. Half the time he didn't care. Anyway, um. So that was bad. But she knew that there was intrinsic value to it. The value because at the podcast, YouTube channel, go to conventions. If I didn't have that, though, would it have been a bigger deal? That's hard to say because obviously she knew I had passion for it. And it was, I guess, on some surface level, it was cool that I had the collection. But it was never like... She never said anything like, well, I hate that collection or I hate that you have all this stuff. So I think she thought it was okay. It wasn't too over the line for her, except the, the you know, the same way you probably think, the, the overflow yeah. is bad. Yeah. Which I agree with now. There's overflow now I got to get rid of. Like, and this is with a, with a Castle Country. So that was, that was, it affected it, but not to the point where it damaged. It just was sort of like, I guess, a nuisance from time to time. However, in New Jersey, when I only had the number of Nintendo games... To have, you know, you know, like one shelf of games like that, maybe part of another. I, I, I had like 500 games, um, even though that's all of them. Anyway, I had 500 games. I didn't have them all. There was the one woman, lady, I went on two dates with. First date, 
uh, was fine. She didn't see the carts as an issue. The second day, though, when she came back, I guess we went out to a restaurant, we came back, and she looked at the, the, the game shelf, and she said, oh, this is some 40-year-old virgin stuff, it looks like. I never saw her again after that. That was that was it. <laughs> and the funny part about that, about that was, in my New Jersey garden apartments, the only stuff I had displayable was literally two shelves of Nintendo games in the living room. That was it. I had no overflow. I, my collection was small. Most of my stuff was packed away until the crawl space of my like my closet crawl space under the stairs. That's how small my collection was versus now, where it's gone up about 15 times in size since New Jersey. Right. And I'm not even exaggerating. I had enough games that, like, all my Super Nintendo games and N64 were, like, in a box. Couple, like, a box that could fit. Mm-hmm. All my Turbo stuff in a box. Sure. Whatever I found at the swap meets then. But yeah, I had the Nintendo collection, but nothing really was displayed besides you know those those IKEA uh, Billy shelves were like bigger, so I would I stacked them vertically. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't extreme. It was just there in the living room, and she couldn't handle it. But like I said, it was only two dates that we made out like once. We didn't make out that second date. So. Oh well. What about you, Ian? How has game collections affected your personal relationships? Uh, I, I don't know that. It, well, I mean, if it anything in the in, in recent history, it was uh, it was a boon. Uh, not so much my collection, Ed Boon, but just you know, working in video games, doing stuff like that. It's how I met Vani. Um, and when Vani and I first started dating, oh, we were both broke as shit. So the fact that I had games and she had games just. It gave us shit to do. We bonded endlessly. Oh yeah, we. I mean, the first few months of our relationship. What year was you think? We started dating roughly in '09. I'd say that we got more serious in probably like ten or eleven. Um, but I mean, we would sit there and just play fighting games endlessly. I mean, that's just what we did, and that's how we bonded was beating the shit out of each other. Right. Video well, and, games. You, and you still do. So um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it it's never been a huge detriment to my dating life but then again i've never i i didn't go on a lot of like blind dates i didn't do a lot of um internet dating or anything like that so the people who were coming over that i was hanging out with would have already known that about me anyways i would say what helped me at least a bit i'm trying to remember there was actually um um uh, one date it was an it was um jesus christ I got some weird stories. One girl watched me beat Contra in New Jersey. At my, at I just my heard one girl watched me beat, and that was... That's your, you were, you were, that you were was, hot? That, holy shit. She watched me defeat Contra uh-huh. without the 30-man code. And and she she was impressed by that. She was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> but I think what, what helped with, with the main X was that the stuff... I, I let her know that this wasn't like... This isn't like me... Like collecting little items that are just garbage. Like this is worth this is has, this is worth money. A lot of this stuff. There's yeah. value in here. There's value. I could sell my collection tomorrow to someone if I wanted to. There's value to it. So I think that helped as well. It's not like you were just like collecting knickknacks that were just like sure. You're like oh, like you're collecting little bobbleheads that no one will ever want. Outside. You know what I mean? 
Or like those, well, the troll dolls from the 70s, they came back in the style in the 90s of troll dolls. They're fucking awful. Every, it seems like every 25 years, troll, awful. troll dolls, they're back again, fucking right? Fucking awful. Troll dolls every 25 years come back. There was a Trolls CG movie like three years ago or something like that. But then they were big in the early 90s, and then they were yep. big in the 70s. Uh-huh. So they're going to be coming around again like 2035? They're going to be big again? They're going to come back around? It's fucking haunted bastards. You don't I like them? No, I, I had a couple as a kid. I think I did too. Because I think my mom, I think I had some, like, from when my mom, like, had the originals. I'm still looking for the one that came with the, the Trolls of Treasure Island game. That's a very particular one. I tried, it, it is not one I think that exists outside of it. It's an ace troll doll. I need it if anyone out there has it. Anyway, so um, that's it for our Patreon poll topic where uh, viewers like you can support us at, at patreon.com slash podcast. Ian's nose, you're, you're whistling a bit in your nose. You got some sn- uh, sinuses going on there. All right, that's it for this. Um, I want to call this an economical CU podcast because it's been like an hour and a half. We, we've got a lot of... We covered ground. We covered a lot of ground. We got a lot of topics covered. Covered ground. Uh, if you want to pre-order a certain Super Nintendo guidebook, ultimatesnes.com is where you go for that. Um, we'll have convention announcements next time for later in the year. I'll be at Too Many Games in June. Uh, that's pretty much confirmed. Uh, and I'll be there with Rocco the Wonder Dog. Uh, there. Ian won't, will not be, unfortunately. No. Four, five, six, seven, eight. No, we did eight topics. That's decent. Seven. That's a good podcast. We went long last time. Yeah. Ian, where will you, where will you be at besides Luna Video Games, two locations, Chula Vista, Oklahoma? I will be in Long Island in August. I just said we're going to announce that later when it's totally finalized. Oh. <laughs> it's not totally finalized. Yeah. Uh, I mean... We should, <laughs> we should be there. <laughs> he doesn't listen to me. You didn't acknowledge me like I didn't acknowledge you before. Talking about <laughs> Portland. Portland's where I'll be. We'll definitely be at Portland and a couple others. We'll be at Comic-Con. Yes, we will. Uh, Kevin's going to submit for a Comic-Con panel with, with Frank and me. And maybe you. Oh, good. Okay. Good for him. You said he should. Because you, 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 didn't you say that the, uh, said that the deadline was coming up? Deadline's usually around late April for panels something mm. like that to get them in I'll remind them oh, yeah I watched uh, the latest cut for not for resale video game store documentary it's good I'm just tooting a horn that I'm somewhat associated with it's uh it's good tooting your adjacent horn <laughs> my adjacent funding horn it's it's um I think it's uh well the you know how many people watched the, the teaser on, on Twitter lot. over 200,000 people that's crazy because it got it got retweeted by I like Nolan North and other like game people that were like wow this is hitting a spot which I didn't I guess I didn't foresee that it would hit a spot with modern game people were like well this is wow yeah because I can't have a physical copy of a game anymore and it's going to be all digital so it'll be something it's not perfect in this form right now but it's got into a Boston Film Festival I think it, I think one in in, in uh, Edmonton it might get into really so, uh, Edmonton supposedly has a nice film festival okay and then I think Alabama potentially, and there's there's spots you know around the U.S. Hopefully, it gets into a bigger one, and, and we'll see. And we'll we'll probably have it uh, viewable in some form later in the year. It's it's almost locked down entirely here. So, anything else going on? No. I got to eat a snack. I need to eat a Flex Pro Meal. FlexProMeals.com. Use code CEO Podcast. Save twenty percent off your first order. I think I'm gonna go eat, and then maybe I'll stream something. Oh, you want to stream right right now a little bit? No. You don't want to do it anymore. I want to okay. go eat. And then maybe stream something. Well, we stream this. All right, I'll, we'll, we'll have competing streams then. All right, for Ian Ferguson, for Pet Country, we will see you in a week. <laughs> <laughs>